Thrive Retirement Planning Podcast, where we help you design a retirement and life you love. I'm your host and retirement planning specialist, Carl Wollston. I'm the founder of Thrive Retirement Planning, and this podcast was created to address, integrate, and simplify eight critical components that I believe every successful retirement plan needs to include. Often we see retirees and financial professionals only address one or two of these components, but it takes all eight truly be working together in alignment to create a successful and thriving retirement. Our goal here on the show and with our firm is to reduce your anxiety about retirement, help you get answers on social security, and design a plan to replace your income. We want to help you protect and grow your investments and ethically reduce your retirement taxes. Welcome to the show today. Exciting show planned for you. So glad our our numbers uh, as this podcast is fairly new, just a couple months old, but our numbers are increasingly uh, just exponentially growing. And thanks for all of you who have, are here for the first time, and also all of you who are here for coming back again and again. Uh, I talked with one gentleman this last week, said he had tuned in to several of the shows. And uh, although he isn't quite to the retirement planning stage there's uh, someone in his life uh, who's a little bit older who really thinks that uh, they need to watch the show, listen to the show, as well as uh, potentially sit down and have a conversation. So, so glad you're with us today. We're here to help. And one of the, the, the main topics today is five reasons to consider moving from a 401k to an IRA. So when you leave an employer or you're transitioning into a retirement, an important financial decision is whether to leave your money in your 401k or do you roll it over to an IRA? They're both tax-deferred accounts, meaning you're putting money in uh, pre-tax uh, and then that grows tax-deferred and then when you pull money out, you're going to pay ordinary income tax. But what's the difference between these two types of accounts? Is an IRA a better option? The purpose of this podcast today is to list five specific reasons you might want to consider moving from a 401k to an IRA, and I'll mention even some instances when that just may, may, might not make sense. So let's talk about the rise of the 401k a little bit. So the percentage of Americans who are covered by defined pension plans, you know pensions, it's that, that uh, income you get on a monthly basis like an annuity that, you know, People put in their years at a, a workplace, and then they just got this pension through their retirement years. And although those pensions do still exist, it's been declining. Companies that use pensions have been declining for the last 25 years. And there's a link to the show notes uh, kind of on that, uh, on some stats on that. But these plans were characterized, um, as I mentioned, by get, you get a certain amount per month. Uh, during retirement for a specific number of years you worked based on a formula the company used. And it was a, it was a really nice thing. And on, a, on the flip side, a defined contribution plan, which is uh, often what we call 401k, and 403bs can uh, certainly qualify as well, they've been on the rise as employers are transferring the risk of retirement to the pockets of their employees. So it used to be the risk was on the, the shoulders of the company, right? To uh, pay these pensions, to put the money aside, to make sure the financial house was in order, so to speak, so they could pay these pensions out. 
And companies increasingly are transferring that risk. And so many employees, uh, employers offer 401ks to their employees, often matching a percentage of the employee's contribution up to a certain amount. And this can be a really great thing. And an added benefit is that these plans are tax deferred or tax advantage, meaning that the money you put into the 401k is pre-tax money, which is it's really nice. And it will be taxed later when it is withdrawn. Now, you're going to pay ordinary income tax when you pull that out, out in retirement, just like, just like your salary is paid in your normal tax bracket. But also with a 401k, uh, money prior to 59 will be uh, will have a 10% uh, penalty in, in many cases. Now, there's some ways uh, that you could potentially work around that. But the reason the government allows these to be uh, tax-deferred, um, tax, uh, tax-free in the beginning where you just don't, uh, you don't pay tax uh, on the money b- before you put it in, the reason they do this... Uh, is you know the government is trying to get people to save for retirement and take the burden off off of them as well as uh, you know they the government when you use these uh, these types of plans they they're wanting to give you some benefits for using these so for a lot of reasons there's a, a lot of wisdom in taking advantage of a 401k especially up to the match the employer's contribution uh, you know in many ways can be seen as free money or additional salary but that being said, if you're near retirement and have been a saver, maybe you have uh, 500000 a uh, quarter of a million, uh, maybe three quarters of a million, the employer's contribution that you've put aside and that you've contributed and this nest egg that you've built in your 401k can be, uh, become substantial because this money grows tax-deferred. And so this, this can be a really great thing. Uh, it can be a really positive thing for saving for retirement. But as you get close to retirement, what are some reasons you might want to move over uh, to an IRA instead? An IRA is also tax deferred. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit more of that uh, today. So five reasons to consider moving to an IRA. Let's jump in. Well, the first item is there can be greater investment choice and flexibility. So the investment options in a 401k aren't necessarily your selection. You get to select from a few, but they are selected by the plan administrator and aren't up for negotiation. So if you're, uh, in most cases, if you aren't ecstatic about the investments available, there really isn't a lot you can do about it, depending on the plan you're in. Also, the investment choices are built for the masses and aren't, aren't usually customizable, meaning vanilla is what you're going to get. There are limited uh, limited number of choices available in most cases. So an IRA, on the other hand, has thousands of investment options depending on who you work with. The flexibility of an IRA gives experienced wealth managers uh, and investors choice and control especially during those retirement years, uh, which we'll get into why that's important. So just an example of this flexibility of an IRA comes from, say an an investor uh, reaches 70 and a half, 
that used to be that that's when required minimum distributions, RMDs, needed to happen, which has now moved to 72. But there's still another another cool thing that can happen inside an IRA at 70 and a half. And that's called, um, this is used for people who are, are like to give to charity, maybe tithing to your church. You can donate directly from your your IRA to your charity in the form of what they call a QCD, called a it's a qualified charitable distribution. And this is something that isn't on a lot of radar of retirees, but a QCD excludes the amount to donate from your taxable income and counts towards um, towards your RMD as well. So it can count for your RMD, you can give your tithing or your donation. Uh, and uh, of course, it, it only counts for your RMD if you're 72. But a QCD is available in an IRA, but not in a 401k. So if you want to know more about QCDs, you can uh, kind of look them up. You could talk to your financial advisor. You could talk to us. Uh, and that's just a, a strategy that uh, that's available to, for tax minimization uh, during your retirement years, but can be used with an IRA, not with a not with a 401k. So that's just one example of flexibility with an IRA. So the the second point or the second reason to consider rolling over your 401k to an IRA is access to comprehensive planning. So in the earning years, most investors are primarily interested in growing their assets, which makes sense, right? You may be 30 or 40 or 45 or 50, and you're interested in growing these assets to prepare for retirement years. And as you approach then retirement, there's a whole new set of challenges and opportunities that present themselves. And in a lot of ways, um, if you've been a young parent, it's like have bringing a child home from the hospital and you're like, okay, so what do I do now? They let me take this child home. So how do I raise this child? Uh, where's the instruction manual? And it can be a bit overwhelming because it's a transition point. Well, transition into retirement is very similar. You have decisions around Social Security. You have to decide, okay, what are we going to do to plan for uh, end-of-life scenarios, which we hate to talk about, but it is like, what are we going to do to if one of us gets really sick in, in a relationship, um, in a marriage, how are we going to pay for this? Are we going to self-insure? Are we going to transfer the risk to an insurance company? Uh, what are we going to do about estate planning and avoiding probate? What are we going to do about protecting our assets from market volatility? Because you're no longer in just accumulation. You're in this preservation stage where you need to preserve the assets you've built. And many people forget to preserve their assets. And I'll do a future show about this, about how we do income planning at Thrive Retirement Planning, where you have to plan not just for accumulation, you plan for preservation and then also distribution of withdrawing assets from your 401ks or IRAs to subsidize uh, and to fill your income gap on top of what Social Security, maybe a pension, maybe annuities are taking care of. So all of a sudden you have all these new challenges, right? Well, many retirement specialists who are comprehensive in nature, which I also recommend that they're a fiduciary, they, they can help you um, create retirement plans around growing and distributing your investments, but also work through all these other areas I've mentioned. Um, even proactively minimizing taxes 
during retirement, looking forward five or 10 years. I did a class last night, and we were talking uh, about this class with, uh, those in, in, uh, with those in the class that were in attendance about how often when we do when we do our tax returns, we're looking back. We've hired an accountant or a CPA to look back at our last year and do accounting, right? Now, that can be really good and it's a needed thing, but we want to also be looking forward. And I put a link here into one of our previous shows on how to reduce retirement taxes, and that's one of the most popular shows right now uh, that's coming up in our stats. A lot of people are, are tuning into that. So, as I mentioned, I highly recommend using a fiduciary financial advisor. And many retirement specialists who are fiduciaries, um, they will manage assets, invest assets, and they'll get a, a percentage of the assets under manage, management. Often, uh, you know, 1% is, is a number. And for that fee, they give you ongoing advice about all of the financial services or financial challenges that you're addressing. So in some respects, if you're working, you can work with a fiduciary, but all they do, uh, some, all they do is the investments. But if you work with a comprehensive planner as you shift into retirement, what happens is for that same fee in many cases, they can give you access to comprehensive advice. And so that's a that's a big thing to look for. So as you're often, often as the professionals that you used up to retirement aren't the same professionals you need during retirement, because while they may have helped you grow your assets, they may not have the expertise in all the other areas. So just something to be thinking about to put on your radar that an IRA can give you access to this comprehensive planning because many advisors don't and and can't give you advice on your 401k. They can't manage that. And, and they don't make an income off that. Therefore, they may not give you uh, the comprehensive advice. So just something to be thinking about as you're putting your plan together on how you're going to work with retiree, uh, work during your retirement years with uh, a potential advisor. Now, uh, another reason... You could be thinking about using an IRA and moving from a 401k just for simplification. It's not uncommon for individuals to work with several different companies during their working years. And each of these companies will often have their own 401k and benefit options. And once an employee leaves a company, you can generally transfer funds to another 401k or to an IRA, no matter your age. So as you move on from one 401 uh, one company as people do nowadays working for several companies one of the things to look at is moving that 401k with you either to your new 401k or to an IRA and this can help keep th things simple i was talking to someone actually uh, at the dentist uh, a month or two ago and uh, i was talking to her about what i do and and how i help people and and she said oh that reminds me, I, I had a 401k with my previous employer, and I don't even know where it is. Well, she is not alone. That happens to people all the time. So as people approach retirement, it's very possible to have several 401ks with different institutions. 
And many investors can simplify their finances by rolling those 401ks into a single IRA. Now, it's almost never a good idea to withdraw your money from a 401k before 59 and a half. And there's a, there's a, a rule of 55 that we're, we'll talk about uh, here in a minute um, that could be an exception to that. But generally, you're going to get a 10% penalty. Not, you're going to pay ordinary income tax when you pull that money out prior to 59 and a half or even after 59 and a half. But before 59 and a half, you're going to have an additional 10% penalty. If you, um, if you, however, transfer your 401k directly to another 401k or IRA, you're, you're not going to incur that 10% penalty because they're really like, uh, like financial vehicles. They're tax deferred. And so those qualified funds, you don't have to pay taxes on that. Now, you do need to make sure you transfer this in the right way. The way uh, we generally work with clients, with our own clients, and where we recommend is that you transfer directly from one institution to another because if you have it uh, sent to you directly, there can be excess taxes as well as uh, large consequences because there's a 60-day rule. So just take a, a, a be mindful of that. Doing this incorrectly can create some large tax consequences that you don't want. So as an additional item of note, an IRA or 401k is in an individual's name, uh, meaning that it could be for Bob Smith at 401k. And if Bob is married to, to Susan, Bob can't move the 401k that's in Bob's name to Susan's IRA. It has to, Bob has to have his own IRA in, in that specific circumstance. So uh, let's move to number four. Uh, fourth reason why you might want to move a 401k to an IRA is that there's different types of even IRA accounts. Uh, when, we're, when we're working with clients and when you're working and preparing for retirement or even your first uh, decade of retirement, one of the things to really be thinking about is do you want to use a Roth IRA because of its uh, tax benefits? A Roth IRA uses, you put in after-tax money, and you can roll over money from a 401k or an IRA to a Roth IRA, but that's a really a conversation for a, another show. But another reason for, that a Roth can be really good is it grows tax-deferred, so it's it's already been taxed. It grows tax deferred, and then after tax defer, it grows tax deferred. And then if you're complying with IRS guidelines, it can be pulled out tax free. So you can have this sum of money that just grow that is just growing, and then you can access that money tax free. It's pretty cool. So be aware, however, if you move money from a 401k or an IRA to a Roth IRA. It will be taxed at ordinary income tax rates, plus there's a five-year rules and, and other things to be mindful of, but it could be a fantastic strategy for certain people. And an IRA just gives you flexible flexibility there because of, there's just this Roth account. So please consult a financial advisor and tax professional before any, implementing any tax-reducing strategies, especially with a Roth IRA. While the strategy isn't for everybody, it can be a powerful tax-reducing tool during retirement. It can be make a difference in tens of thousands or even six-figure difference during retirement years. So another type of IRA account that, could, that can be used is an annuity. 
uh, from an insurance company. And annuities can be useful for some investors who want guaranteed monthly cash flow, uh, some type of annuity like in a pension during retirement. They can also be used for portfolio diversification where investors are trying to minimize downside risk and want to participate in market growth that may outpace inflation. So some of these annuities have uh, like a 0% floor. So if the market goes down, you're not going to lose. And then they have some type of participation rate in the market. They're generally not going to be used in a portfolio that's just growth oriented. They, they're meant to divide, diversify a portfolio and especially where, where bonds are at and um, the low interest rate environment, if interest rates go up, it, it plays with the bonds. And so uh, with some people in some circumstances, a what I like to call a vanilla annuity that's very low cost um, can be used for asset protection. And now here's a, here's a caveat with annuities that I like to throw out. And this goes for uh, any kind of insurance product, even investments, you run from anyone who believes that any financial product will work in uh, in every situation, and you run from people who believe that a financial product will never work for some people. Because financial products, uh, most of them, especially those that are tried and true, are in the marketplace for a reason, because they have a niche and they serve a purpose. But anyone, for example, in this annuity conversation, anyone who believes annuities never work, you run from them. Anyone who believes that annuities always work, you run from them because they're, it's like a, a Swiss army knife. They, they have their place and it is a tool and a hammer isn't inherently good or bad. It's how are you going to use that tool? And so be, be mindful though. There are expensive annuities. There are annuities that aren't right for certain situations. There are insurance agents that are just out to make a sell um, but understand that there is a place um, for an IRA-based annuity that uh, in a portfolio in, in some circumstances. So that, that's what uh, a Roth IRA or an annuity-based uh, an IRA-based annuity, they, they can give you flexibility. Now, that being said, I don't suggest a Roth, uh, Roth annuities, um, Roth IRA annuities, uh, simply because I think a Roth is a much better place um, in most circumstances to build uh, and and be growing your money as well as a, a, just a regular IRA. Um, it just doesn't really make sense to be going after low interest, uh, to having less growth in an annuity kind of chassis, um, uh, especially in a Roth uh, chassis in an, in an annuity. So that's that's my two cents on that. Let's get to number five on the fifth reason why you might want to consider moving from a 401k to an IRA. Well, there's income planning flexibility. As you approach retirement and assess your income needs, generally the place to start is sitting down and making social security decisions. The class I taught last night was a social security class. I have a free social security class online that uh, that's just on demand. You put your email in and you can watch it. It's an hour long. Once you make that social security decision, and by the way, that social security decision shouldn't be made in a bubble, meaning you shouldn't make social security decisions outside of the context of all the other assets that you have, because often those assets will play in and you can make tax decisions and income planning decisions 
with the larger picture and you make those social security decisions with the larger picture. If you get too, for, too close to the forest for the trees and you can't see the forest for the trees because you're just deciding on social security alone, you could be making some, um, some significant con- – your decisions can have significant consequences. So these um, – as you're looking at these and you're trying to make your social security decisions – uh, you can consider, and uh, you know, like what we do with clients, one of the things we've we've added to our repertoire is social security planning, because in a comprehensive nature, it allows us to make better decisions, and our clients, from a fiduciary standpoint, helps us provide a better service to our clients. There's many financial advisors who don't have that social security uh, piece to it. One of the reasons is. Uh, you're generally not paid for social security advice. Um, some advisors are, and they've added that, and that can be a, a good thing for clients as well. But many financial advisors simply don't add social security to their repertoire because they're not paid for it. But I believe that there, it's necessary to add, uh, to be a good comprehensive fiduciary advisor to add that social security planning. Once you determine your social security income, you can then determine what we call your income gap, which is the amount of money you need or want per month, and you subtract your social security benefit from that, and then you know how much you need to pull from other assets to retire, replay, or to create your retirement cash flow. And that covers your retirement expenses, allows you to go on vacations, allows you to be comfortable but also takes into context not running out of money. Over uh, 46% of, of people who retire at the end of their lives will have less than $10,000 at the end of their lives. And, and some of that is just they didn't plan early enough, but some of that is they take too much out of their investments and simply deplete their accounts or don't plan for health, uh, health issues uh, later on in life. So one, and I'll, I'll remind you once again that one of the most important rules around a 401k or IRA is knowing that um, that after 59, your withdrawals will be taxed at ordinary income tax rates. Uncle Sam is your partner during retirement, and he can adjust the percentage he gets from your retirement pie. In other words, as you're in, in retirement, the government can adjust your tax bracket, right? Uh, we just have a, a new president going into office uh, with, generally speaking, is, is probably going to be raising, uh, raising taxes. So the tax brackets we're at, we have no control over those, and they can simply be adjusted. And so all of a sudden we thought we were going to pay 12% or 22% to Uncle Sam when we pulled out money out of those retirement accounts in retirement. All of a sudden Uncle Sam can be, change the rules and say, you know what, instead of 22, let's move this to 27 uh, instead of a 24, let's move this to a 30 or whatever those numbers ends up being. So also be aware that there's that 10% penalty we discussed earlier, um, pulling from 401ks or IRAs in many occasions, uh, many circumstances. So investors, when investors start withdrawals from their 401k or IRAs during retirement to fill this income gap beyond social security or annuities or pensions, an IRA simply has additional features that aren't available in a 401k. So to illustrate, 
In a 401k, you can't select necessarily the individual investments to be sold to generate cash for your income. But as a comparison, you can easily select the positions you want to sell to liquidate your investments in an IRA, especially if you've selected investments with income planning in mind. And while this may seem like uh, only a small difference, this can have significant impact on the performance of a portfolio over time and the flexibility of a portfolio during your retirement years. So let's talk about when you're moving to an IRA might not make sense or just uh, things to have on your radar, things to you to be aware of. So as with all financial strategies and products, there are pros and cons, as I've already mentioned today. There are some instances when staying with your 401k may make sense. And I'm not going to go into in-depth into any one of these areas, but I just wanted to highlight three specific um, reasons. And this isn't an exhaustive list, but there's three specific things you can talk to your financial advisor or do more research about. One is if you have highly appreciated company stock. If you own highly appreciated company stock, you may want to look at a different strategy. It's called an NUA. It's a net unrealized appreciation. And this strategy can provide tax savings. And with an NUA, you use a brokerage account with that highly appreciated stock instead of an IRA. And so just want to put that on your radar. Uh, Many financial advisors, some financial advisors aren't even aware of of that NUA rule. Just roll everything over to an IRA and they can have some significant tax consequences and miss out on a tax opportunity, a tax reducing opportunity. Um, The next thing is legal protection. A 401k is protected against most types of creditor judgments. And if you're worried about potential judgments, creditors, collections, keeping your money in a 401k uh, can be a a great option for you. Um, There's also a thing called a a rule of 55. And this, uh, this rule allows an employee who has been laid off, quits, or is fired to access their 401k, the immediate 401k they just had with the company they were with. It allows you to access that money before 59 and a half without the 10% penalty. And it's the year you turn 55 all the way up to through 59 and a half, you can access that money without the 10% penalty. Now, if you can, you wanna continue to let that grow and compound. But for individuals who, for one reason or another, are retiring very early, that rule of 55 um, can be um, can be taken advantage of, and you can access access the assets from that 401k early without the 10% penalty. Now you still have to pay ordinary income tax, but you can avoid that 10% penalty that that normally is assessed for anything before 59 and a half. So some of the, those are some of the reasons. So uh, as I like to end up every show with, here's some action steps. If you have a 401k with a company you no longer work for, consider simplifying your investments and moving it to a current 401k, um, your current 401k or to an IRA. Also, if you're close to retirement, you may want to take a serious look at converting to an IRA as soon as possible to give so you have additional investment flexibility, uh, tax minimization strategies, and access to comprehensive retirement planning services. Take a look at working with a comprehensive fiduciary advisor who can help you with the social security claiming strategies. Uh, creating an income plan, reducing your taxes through proactive planning. These differences can add up 
in some cases to more than $100,000 or more during your retirement years. It's pretty amazing what good comprehensive planning can do, even just social security claiming strategies. So my real question to you is, do you want to work with a firm committed uh, to helping you achieve your goals financially, but also with your family and fulfillment? Those of you who know, who know me know that finances is a key part of retirement, but retirement is not all about the money. It's also about family, your relationships, and also the fulfillment of retirement. It's this time of reinventing yourself. So you can uh, call to set up an appointment at the office at Thrive Retirement Planning at 801-810-8434, 801-810-8434. We can do Zoom meetings, digitally online, meet in person, all sorts of different things. We are located in Bountiful, Utah. So if you're not in our immediate area, we can certainly uh, work via distance. Do you have uh, questions about Social Security? If you do, I have a link to the Social Security Masterclass, the free online one I mentioned earlier as well. Thanks for being here on this show today. You have a fabulous week. Carl Wolston is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. Thrive Retirement Planning and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investment regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors.